0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast.
1: Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and Dylan Godino joins me to my extreme left. What's up, pal? Extreme left? You're extreme, pal. You are... I'm like extreme doritos your x games extreme as far as i'm concerned
2: oh man I'm how ex- you doing buddy you're having some technical difficulties
1: big time i fucking hate this shit all i want is for my shit to work and it just doesn't. yeah it's just balls deep and dog doo doo anyway whatever i'm here balls We're- deep and doo doo balls deep and dog doo doo there you go <laughs> Anyway, whatever, I'm here, you're here, we're here, we're here to laugh, we're here to talk about fun things, funny things, because we are the Last Spin Podcast, and we are going to be talking about comedy, all things comedy, and speaking of all things comedy, comedy allthingscomedy.com! Like that segue? I
2: like it, I like it!
1: Holy shit! com is a great place where we are uh, located. We are part of their syndicate, syndicated networks, if you will. I'm very thrilled to be a part of them. Um, and uh, they have so many great, so, so many great podcasts there. Al Madrigal is one that I've been getting
2: into lately as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Minivan Man? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that uh, because you're, uh, you're, you're thinking about uh, impregnating your wife? possible
1: I uh-huh, no, no, uh-huh. no, not yet. Not, not yet. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not yet. And of course, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast is, is always top five on my list of podcasts. Honestly, he's, he's just the greatest. I, I say him every time only because I can't mention his show enough. If every time I mention it, I turn one more person onto it or half of a person. If I turn a midget onto Bill Burr's podcast, I feel like I've done my duty. And I said duty. Uh so yeah are all- you
2: calling are you, are, are you insinuating that a midget is half a person? Yes. We're going to get letters from the midget community, buddy.
1: We're not going to get letters, we're going to get postage stamps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. I love my own jokes. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to insert a sound effect yep. there. an awful joke. <laughs> awful on on so many levels.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, what are you listening to on the All Things Comedy Network? Anything new? Have you have you ventured into something new? Not really. No. No. Now,
2: now that you've put me on the spot, asshole. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I I, I enjoy the Longshot podcast with uh, Eddie Pepitone and company. Yes. Uh, Al Madrigal's. I, I I really enjoy. Tom Rhodes is one of my favorite comedians. He's uh he's got a podcast on there. And Harlan Williams. He's got a podcast on there as well. Cool. And uh, the the one other thing I want to mention about All Things Comedy is that they use SoundCloud to um, post all of their podcasts. And And, so do we. Right. And so SoundCloud has been really cool to us as well. They feature us on the, uh, the comedy page, and that has helped us a lot. Our listenership has grown each week, and that's due in large part to the fine folks at SoundCloud because they keep they keep us on the uh, the comedy feature page. We really appreciate that, and of course, you could get us at iTunes and on Stitcher as well. So, yep. there's many 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 ways you can you can listen to this podcast.
1: Sweet, love the SoundCloud. It is definitely one of my f- new favorite things as well uh, that to get into. So, SoundCloud.com for all things sound and clouds. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk real quick. We'd mentioned it last week, uh, about how great Jim Jeffries show was legit. The, the, the pilot and, uh, yeah. and the second episode, uh, last week was just as good, if not better. I, I was just saying to you before that I didn't think that somebody like Jim Jeffries, and when I say somebody, I mean a deplorable human being such as Jim Jeffries, which I think he'll, <laughs> I think he would agree with me on that one. Um, can put out such a surprisingly heartwarming show. Uh, do, yeah. do you agree?
2: Yeah, it's I mean, I really didn't know what to expect. I obviously expected it to be super edgy and uh and and crass uh, based on Jim Jeffries's you know, his his stand-up show which is incredible. Like yourself, I've been a fan of Jim's for years. Yeah. And yeah, the show the show is great. We're, I know we're only we're two episodes in as we record this. They've turned uh, a story about uh, bringing a wheelchair bound friend to see a hooker into a heartwarming piece. The second episode, I think, was even more heartwarming. It's just, you know, it kind of explores uh, the friendship that Jim has with his best friend, who's played by um, Dan. Is his first name Dan Bacadal?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. His
2: brother, DJ Qualls, which, mm-hmm. is,
1: which is the wheelchair bound uh, guy yeah uh, just just such a cool show something that is climbing up the charts on my tivo priority list so is billboard
2: gonna incorporate that into their charts i
1: <laughs> I, I would hope so i'm on the phone with jeff billboard daily at this point so <laughs> possibly um so that's great and also you wanted to mention something about uh the upright citizens
2: brigade what's going on with them oh my gosh what's happening? I don't know how big of a story this is outside of New York City. I get the sense that it's, it is getting bigger and bigger as we speak. Mm. So apparently, and, I'm, and there will be something on LaughSpin.com about this. So in December, comedian Kurt Metzger, who's an excellent comedian, loved Kurt Metzger's work, he played a show, a stand-up show, at the UCB in New York, the newer one, the one on uh, the east side. Mm-hmm. And he made a mention about how he wasn't getting paid. UCB's policy is that they don't pay any of the performers. Stand-up, improv, doesn't matter. They don't pay them. Okay. But, excuse. Me, and the excuse me. Reason, what's the reasoning behind that? The reasoning behind that is for the last 15 years, they've kept their prices. Their most expensive shows typically are $10. Wow. Most of their shows are $5. And a good portion of their shows are completely free. Mm. And I talked to Kurt Metzger on the phone today, and I also talked to Matt Besser, one of the four founding members of UCB on the phone today. And after listening to both of them, well, let me let me back up, actually. So (laughs) so they don't pay their comedians. And Kurt said that on stage once, and he was doing one of his his friend's shows at the UCB East. A little bit after that show, that show, it was a recurring, it was a reoccurring show every month at the UCB. It got kicked off the lineup. And Kurt was told, it seems, by his friend, that they got kicked off because his friend couldn't control what the comedians were saying on stage. That turned out to be complete horseshit. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is in December of last year, Kurt was given this information and kind of went off on Facebook and a big brouhaha ensued. Okay. Cut to this week, this show that was kicked off of the UCB lineup came back to The Stand, which is a a newly uh, opened comedy club in New York City. Mm -hmm. And so the debate... Cropped up again because the people who run the show—it's called the debate show—at yeah. uh, the stand, formerly at UCB, wrote a blog post repeating all this bullshit, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't. It just—it was just wasn't true. So long story short, people again on Facebook, well-known comedians, not well-known comedians on Facebook, were weighing in, and the big debate is over why doesn't UCB pay their their comics and you know sh- is that fair to comics is it why do they do that so i just want to say this and this will be on on laughsman.com on the surface it sounds shitty that this venue isn't paying their comedians mm-hmm. however you cannot have your cake and eat it too. This venue, this institution has been, has existed for 15 years and this model obviously has worked. The reason they don't pay their comics like I said is that the UCB thinks of themselves as a creative theater. It's not a comedy club, it's a theater. It's a comedy-friendly theater where you are kind of free from the burden and the stress of trying to pack a house every time you have a show. It's a place where you can experiment. It's a place where you could bomb and maybe you'll be booked again even though you bomb. It's a free place for you to to experiment and to not feel so stressed out on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's why they they charge zero, five, ten dollars usually. If they start paying the comics, that entire model is gone. You start paying the comics, and I know I sound like a complete asshole right now, but believe me, I'm, I'm pro-comic. I am pro-comic. I've been running this site for seven years, obviously. I'm I'm pro-comic. If they start paying the comics, the ticket prices are going to go up, mm-hmm. the crowds are going to start to thin. Mm-hmm. When the crowds start to thin, the comics are going to get pissed because they're playing in front of 20 people mm. instead of 120 people. Right. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. You cannot perform at a comedy-friendly venue with a halfway intelligent audience who love
1: comedy. Now, can, can I interject? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay couple of questions. Number 1, do other theaters like Second City or the Groundlings or anything like this, do they do the, follow the same principle? Do they have stand-ups come in and do a do a set of 3 minutes, 4 minutes and not pay them? I honestly don't know. Okay. The, I would be interested in knowing that because that kind of leads into my point which is the UCB theater and UCB in general, they're more well known for
2: improv than stand up. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And they only started, I, and I talked to Matt Besser today, and, and they only started doing stand-up a few years ago. Okay. Okay. Because, because 15 years ago, the people doing stand-up and the people doing improv were two completely sets of people. There was, according to him, there was like no crossover. And right. now, more and more, improv players are getting into doing stand-up, and stand-up comedians are getting interested in doing long-form improv. Okay. So, it, it to them, it was happening organically, and that's why they started to introduce stand-up.
1: Okay. So, what I would suggest... See, I think it's interesting to know... I think it would be interesting to know if, like I said, the Groundlings and Second City and those folks pay their people because those places are i don't know if they do i i think they're just strictly improv yes i honestly don't know okay if they're well okay i guess it's there's a lot of ifs here on, on my point my, my my point basically states this if if those theaters are strictly improv and they do not pay their players okay therefore i think what needs the simple fact that needs to happen with ucb is you need to do a little bit of reverbage and yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of sneaky and yeah, it's kind of a roundabout way of handling it. But what you can do is you present it to standups to people that want to do standup, I should say, as this, look, you can go up this. It's, it's a theater to do free form, whether the free form is an improv sketch with you or a troop, or if you feel like improving a stand-up act for three minutes (laughs) to work on things so be it but we are treating every performer as an improv group or performer and therefore not paying everybody i think the the solution is in the verbiage of how they define their performers Mm -hmm. that would be my only point that would be a a way around it you know a, a way around it's kind of It's a little underhanded and it's a little, you know, twisting words. But at the same time, if you're a comedian that's up there working on working out some material and not worrying about bombing in a higher sense, that's technically improv because you don't know where this is going to go. You're just kind of working it out. Yes. Yeah, sure. So, but, but that all hinges on whether or not the other theaters pay their performers. Because if they do, well, okay, then you got a problem. Then you have precedent set somewhere else. And then that's going to get in, that's going to make more controversy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's a weird situation, but at the same time, you know, some of these, like these guys that are working their tails off in New York and going to four or five clubs a night, you know, to pull in 20 bucks. 40 bucks for you know 15 minutes of work total right you know, really like pass a hat around
2: <laughs> you'll probably get more what's the big yeah, deal and, and and one of the things that kind of you know pisses me off is a lot of the the opinions from either side it's like one side just does not understand how the other side operates there's a lot right. of comics there's a lot of comics making comments Assuming that they know exactly how UCB runs their business. Right. Stand-ups, yeah. Yeah, stand-ups They see Matt Besser on television. They see Amy Poehler on television. And they think that they're, like, exploiting everybody. They have the money and they can pay people. Yeah, I get it. Right. And I could see how I understand that. But think a little bit. Ask some questions. They haven't, according, unless Matt Besser is lying. Mm-hmm. Not one of the four of those guys and and Amy Poehler ever pocketed any money. Right, you know, it took years and years and years for the original UCB theater to get into the black, and when they did, they opened the the space up in LA, and they kept on putting money back into. That space, then the new uh, New York space, and then the website, and the people who work at the UCB. Not only do they get paid, they get. And when I say work, I mean like staffers and and you know behind the scenes support. Sure. They, they get they retirement problem. plans and they oh, have insurance, okay. and you know that there's there's a lot of overhead.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. It seems like, and I think this has been an ongoing thing. It seems like the stand-up world and the improv world are two very different things, and one rarely ventures into the other. Um, and when they do, they have a tough, they have a tough time understanding the different culture. It's a kind of a culture shock for them. Traditionally, improv groups don't do as well in straight stand-up venues, and. And vice versa, however i would I feel that improv groups or improv theaters kind of welcome standups more because it's more of the mainstream understanding of comedy. I think if you go to a standup show and you're and you go to a standup show at uh, you know Caroline's or something and all of a sudden an improv group gets up uh, what <coughs> what you kind of like it's kind of a <laughs> like a what what is this you know quick somebody shout out a city you know <laughs> so yeah it, it, I, well, UCB is a fine theater, and uh, they do some really great work, and they've they've put out some really great comedians, so uh, and and improv groups, so you know smaller improv groups that have made some names for themselves. So definitely, if you are, I, I will give a, a quick plug to UCB. If you are in the New York area and you'd like to see a really good show, go check out UCB. Um, as we said, their tickets are cheap and their shows are good. So there you go. All right, let's let's uh, we've been talking a long time about this. Let's get onto oh some comedy God, news, please. Yeah. Jesus Christ, comedy <laughs> news comedy news john Mullaney lands john mulaney lands a pilot deal with nbc john mulaney who you know uh from his best comedy album of 2012 that is via laughspin.com what website is that that's our website hi um he has a, a pilot deal with nbc which is awesome
2: yeah, this is this is very very exciting. So yeah, NBC, which makes sense because he's a former Saturday Night Live scribe. Nice. So uh, yeah, he's got a deal with NBC and Lauren Michaels, um, who's uh, going to help uh, helm the project. Um, from what I understand, it's going to be a multi-camera ensemble mm. based loosely on Mulaney's life, and it'll center on a group of young friends and their misadventures.
1: Sweet. Okay, cool. So here we go. We're gonna, it's, It seems like the pendulum is swinging, and uh, multi-camera sitcoms are now coming back, where single-camera sitcoms were all the rage very cool we got other pilot news but since we ran long on as beginning part i'm just gonna say go to last bin and find out all about the find out all about the pilots from rob rob cordry chef garland larry wilmore and anna Farris. all attached to pilots all on lastbin.com uh they, they talk all about it so there you go there you go okay joan rivers this is this is funny um yeah. I <laughs> I I I love this. Joan Rivers wins legal battle stemming from Heckler incident. Um if you got a chance to see Joan Rivers documentary it's called Joan Rivers a piece of work then you know how awesome Joan Rivers is if you haven't seen the documentary it's on Netflix it's everywhere go go watch it you can catch clips on YouTube it's it's fantastic it's in fact the clip that in question and that we're going to play here is on the last been article you can check out as well um, so you can actually see it to uh, see it happen. Joan Rivers is amazing. I I absolutely love Joan Rivers. And I love the fact that she won this. Um,
2: But for a little bit of backstory, uh, Dylan, go right ahead. Basically, what happened is um, she did this show in Wisconsin. And she was um, doing a joke about uh, Helen Keller. And somebody in the audience took offense uh, and started heckling Joan Rivers and saying, you know, that's not funny. My son is deaf. It's not funny. And, of course, Joan Rivers shot back. And called the guy a bunch of names, which we'll hear. Um, mm-hmm. Cut to after the show, a woman by the name of Ann Bogey uh, was backstage getting something signed. Joan yeah, she by- yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. She was getting something signed by Joan, and she was just having a, a conversation with Joan, saying, you know, s- explaining that she, she kind of agreed with Joan and the way she handled, and she w- in the way she handled the heckler, and this bit of uh, video ended up on the documentary Mike was talking about. Mm-hmm. And Ann Bogey tried to sue Joan Rivers saying that uh, her image was used illegally and her, her right to privacy was, was violated. Um, she lost, so Joan's fine. But since this happened, what a great excuse to, to listen to Joan Rivers handle this heckler in uh, a piece of work. So here it is. Here you go.
3: Ugh oh, I hate children. <laughs> the only child that I think I would have liked ever was Helen Keller if she didn't talk. It is
1: just It is
3: very funny. Yes it is.
1: And if you don't then leave. It's funny if you have a deaf son.
3: I happen to have a deaf mother. Oh you stupid ass. Let me tell you what comedy is about. Go ahead and tell me.
1: About
3: oh please. You are so stupid. Comedy is to make everybody laugh at everything and deal with things, you idiot. My mother is deaf, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Don't tell me. And just in case you can hear me in the hallway, I lived for nine years with a man with one leg. Okay, you asshole. And we're going to talk about what it's like to have a man with one leg who lost it in World War II and then went back to get it. Because that's fucking literary. <laughs> don't you tell me what's funny Harmony is to make us laugh 9 11 if we didn't laugh where the hell would we all be think about that where the hell would we all be how can you not find Osama there is one there is one outlet he's on dialysis there is one outlet in all of Afghanistan find a plug About that. Excellent, excellent. I have a a, a deaf son <laughs> oh, what a good uh, way to build uh, at home. <laughs> that was a, a very difficult moment it throws you terribly because you know the audience is so nervous and so scared to laugh your mind is going a mile a minute where am I going to go what am I going to do where am I going to take them so there are two things going on your mouth in your head luckily i was able to get them
1: back so there you go there's joan rivers from her the documentary on her uh, it's called a piece of work and it's on netflix and all kinds of places and it's fucking phenomenal the m- that was incredible that the way she tore that guy down immediately was perfect and it was straightforward simple facts she defined comedy she actually took out the Webster's definition of comedy <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and threw it in his face and then called him a son of a bitch and then <laughs> lambasted him like a grandmother. It was great. Like a foul-mouthed <laughs> grandma. Oh, I loved it. I loved every minute of that. And the movie itself, like I said, is just great. She Every time she thinks of a joke, she writes it down on an index card. This is in the movie. You see this too. She writes it down on an index card and she's got a wall that is like the Dewey Decimal System of fucking jokes that she just uses or doesn't use and it's it's incredible i she should she could write she she could literally write 80 books with filling up with just those jokes uh good bad and indifferent it's just awesome just an awesome awesome movie and i fucking love joan rivers so yeah great nice girls girls (laughs) girls girls the show on hbo that has taking the world by storm and Lena Dunham and her golden globes and I'm not talking about her bosoms that she shows all the E-o. time.
2: Hey, Bazinga!
1: Oh, God. I can't believe I just said that. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm going to put a shotgun in my mouth. I fucking hate myself. Um, Girls, which, by the way, Lena Dunham, she uh, she did an interview with uh, Alec Baldwin on his um, podcast, Here's the Thing, and you can, yeah. uh, you can check that out on lastbin.com. There's some nice audio of that renewed for a third season already what is it? there's only been like what three seasons this episode, or three three seasons three episodes this season and they already re- renewed it
2: as of us talking yeah they're on, yeah they're yep wow yep. three episodes but they you know want to know something what they official they officially renewed it uh, just a few days ago, mm-hmm. but they all knew that it was going to a third season because if you listen to this Alec Baldwin interview, yeah, which happened well before this announcement, sure, sure. She actually she actually says she's working on the third season. Oh, so so now HBO just came out and said that yes, they're doing a third season. Spoiler so, alert! Spoiler alert! Indeed. <laughs> so there you have it, So Lena Dunham. Uh, at least a third season. Uh, they're already they're going to start. I think in March they're going to okay. start filming uh the third season um so um yeah that's it that's that's really all i got great
1: great 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 amy poehler amy poehler speaking of ucb amy poehler ain't gonna deal to write her first first book this is great dude right
2: i uh, yeah i i like books 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 reading <laughs> reading reading is fundamental <laughs> you teach you <laughs> teach <laughs>
1: That's from the that's from the hit kid and play movie, Class Act.
2: <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. So Amy Poehler is uh writing a book for HarperCollins imprint. Ooh. Uh it It's Books is the imprint. Uh and it is described as, quote, an illustrated nonlinear diary full of humor and honesty and brimming with true stories, fictional anecdotes, and life lessons. I love the phrase nonlinear. <laughs> all nonlinear means is don't fucking yell at us if it's scattered all over the place and doesn't make much sense
1: right it's a it's basically a collection of essays uh during her life
2: about her life right if you want to with you know and maybe there'll be some cohesion and maybe not and maybe you'll just fucking buy it because it's amy poehler right come on
1: so very cool very very cool uh, and that, uh, what is that? That'll be, that'll be, that'll be happening soon. So look for that. Two, 2014 is going to be releasing from, from, uh, HarperCollins books. So congrats, Amy. Congrats. What is this? Congrats, ab- Amy. Dude, what is this about? New season of South Park delayed until fall.
2: Why? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, Michael. Why? Michael, they're delaying it mm-hmm. because Trey and Matt say they're sick of doing this whole you know, split season thing where they're doing seven seasons, uh, seven in shows in the spring, huh?
1: Seven shows, you mean? Seven
2: shows, thank you. Uh, you know, when they do seven seasons a season,
1: <laughs> that's really hard. You know, they
2: they split it up. They do uh, they do like seven shows in the spring and seven in the in the fall, and then uh-huh. they call it one season, and it's confusing as hell. Mm. Uh, so now what they're doing is they're pushing it. Well, first of all instead of 14 seasons they are only doing um 10 no yes why they're only doing 10 episodes oh do do i keep on saying season you keep on saying season yeah fucking 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 me
1: up that's right so they're doing 10 episodes for this next season which is season 17
2: yeah it'll be season 17
1: okay so they usually do 14 episodes a season and this one's going to be 10 episodes for season 17 Correct. which I think is good actually because uh honestly and, and even with the split up there are a couple that kind of you could tell were kind of like ah uh, you know cuz it's such a it's if if anybody's ever seen again the documentary um 7 days to air or 6 days to air or whatever it is uh it's so 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 high pressure like you have no time and they're always under the gun for the next episode so you can tell that sometimes you know they just kind of like i don't want to say it's the easy way out but it's 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 something that i'm sure matt and trey would say they could have done a lot better if they had more time so i think 10 episodes will be good and you know you don't also don't want to burn them out you know what i mean so that's that's uh that's good 'cause Matt and Dre, they got a lot of stuff going on, man. They got a lot of stuff going on. The new production company that they're they're starting up and you know, everything else. Uh the Book of Mormon's still doing well and going out on, on tour. So, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta get uh get South Park right because it's uh such a huge following on Comedy Central, so Alright. Yeah. All right, and I'll show me- them. And I
2: should mention that the season will start uh in September. September. September september what 25th i think yeah yeah september 25th cool all right good
1: that's fine that's that's not that long all right fine i'll forgive you train man no (laughs) problem all right uh you know we were talking about uh joan rivers uh bullying a heckler and you know and winning and winning the battle well crack.com threw out a little psa about comedy bullying and i think we should listen to it right now what do you say let's do it yep
3: Every 10 seconds, someone falls victim to comedy bullying.
1: I overheard you saying you don't like to show Louie.
3: No, 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 I tried. Why don't you go watch Two and a Half Men, you network scum? Few have the courage to speak up.
1: So you're saying you don't care if it doesn't get six seasons in a movie? Community means nothing to you.
3: Friendships are destroyed. Oh, so you don't like girls? Really? What is it, Rebecca? Are you too dense to understand
1: the show? It's just like you hanging out with your friends! It's hilarious!
3: It's supposed to be a comedy? <laughs>
1: you poor.
3: But you don't have to remain silent. Even if your opinions are really, really stupid. I like Two Broke Girls, and I'm tired of being ashamed.
2: I really loved the first season of Parks and Rec, but after that I just didn't get it.
3: I liked Arrested Development, but I thought that the third season was a wreck, and I don't need to see any more. Ah! Ah! Comedy bullying. Break the silence. And be sure to catch Whitney
2: on Wednesdays, 8, 7 central, followed by Guys With Kids, here on NBC. We know comedy, sort of.
1: <laughs> I love the little, the little dig at the end.
2: <laughs> I will, yeah, I, and I love... I mean that the PSA is just so it's just so on point. Yeah, you know that's funny. That's very funny. All, all the little comedy idiosyncrasies uh, are there, and I love the fact that the support group is tolerant of anything, except anything, <laughs> except you dissing Arrested Development, even in the nicest most even keeled way yeah yeah do not fuck with the rest of the development
1: <laughs> very cool from crack.com and uh some, they have some great videos i actually watched uh something the other day that was really funny it was like um they did like a like a spider-man does he suck or is he is he does he really suck or is he actually really awesome i don't know uh it, it that, that was pretty funny and and of course their articles are just amazing i, I actually like there. so crack.com for more uh comedy gold um this is kind of disappointing because i think this was something that a lot of people were were totally banking on steve carell not returning for a guest spot on the final season of the office this is uh interesting man i i I thought uh i thought this was kind of a done deal no
2: no he says no he uh he he did an interview with uh access hollywood and he said uh Quote, I just didn't think it was right for the character because that character had had an arc within the story and kind of grew and sort of evolved past the idea of the documentary. Mm. I just thought in terms of the character, it didn't make sense. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's that makes sense. Or, he doesn't want to star in a sinking ship. Ooh, that's no, a... Uh that's it. No, JK. Toad's JK. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I mean... There have, there have been some funny moments the past two, two episodes. The past two episodes, there were some funny moments, definitely, but I don't know what the fuck this whole thing with... Have you, are you caught up? I, I am not caught up at all now. All right. Can I spoil something for you? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. Um, the big thing, and this was actually going around, so you probably heard about this, but last week's episode, they, sh- they actually showed a member or two members of the documentary crew. Oh really? Yeah, that was going around the internet and that was true. That was a that was a true thing. Um, and where they went with it, I, I won't I won't spoil that for you, but where they went with it was totally not what I was expecting. And not only that, I don't know what what they're trying to what they're trying to do. Like it I don't know. It to me it's be it's it seems extremely forced extremely yeah. forced i'll leave it at that uh and and just the i think they just went for the gimmick of showing the member of the crew or the members of the crew um yeah i it kind it kind of upset me it kind of upset me just cuz it's like leave leave it alone leave leave this alone because nobody at this point nobody cares uh, anyway you'll you'll see you'll you'll know what i mean
2: Show, know I, I, I mean. got to get caught up. I yeah. got to get
1: caught up. Cat Williams is arrested again. Why? Why, Cat? What are you doing, buddy? The,
2: now it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah. He's getting arrested uh, because he he just is not showing up at court. Oh man! Uh, it's it, it's just it's just getting ridiculous. He's so, pulling a Lohan. He is pulling. He, he is. This He's is, like the Lindsay Lohan of the comedy world. This is bullshit, bro. Come on, come on, Cat. So, uh, I mean, according to the Los Angeles Times, he's uh, been arrested seven times in, uh, well, I guess this would be eight now, eight, eight times in the last 26 or 27 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last two arrests were basically, uh, you know, he, he didn't show up for a court date in Sacramento, mm-hmm. so they arrested him on, um, what was it? It was like a hundred thousand five hundred. Hundred thousand five hundred dollar bail, nah. and then it happened again. He was supposed to show up at court um, on uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and he didn't show up. So now the the, the Sacramento County judge issued a two hundred thousand dollar warrant uh, for for his arrest. Jeez, for not showing up at a court hearing, which by the way is tied to uh, the time when he was in downtown Sacramento on a three wheel motorcycle driving on sidewalks and 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 making cops chase him
1: right and uh, dude and it's you know okay you understand that this isn't that i mean it's it's a big deal but it's it's something that uh, that happens to a lot of people that are in that are in trouble with the law or that that have a legal issue where they they don't show up or whatever and that i mean that happens a lot that happens that happens more than you think but cat has to realize that any little thing he does now is going to be just just magnified, and he's you know you got to kind of lay low and be on the straight and narrow for a little bit, but pal, and you'll be and you'll be all right. You'll get through it, you know. Please, yeah, it's cool. I, I, it's you know, I'm not I'm not particularly a Cat Williams. I don't really follow Cat Williams. I don't really you know I don't know of a lot, a lot of his comedy. I have seen uh, one of his specials, um and you know he's good. He's good at what he does. He's absolutely he's absolutely good at what he does. He, I just the thing is, I just, I love comedians and I don't want to see another one. I don't want to see another one go, you know, too soon. And in, in a, a stupid way that could be fixed just by just stopping, just stopping and, and reevaluating things just for a little while and you'll be all right. You know, it just, sucks yeah. it just sucks. All right, let's get onto something. Let's get onto something happy. Let's, let's, let's end on a high note here. And, and that would be uh, Eugene Meerman's uh, a new album that came out. An evening of comedy in a fake underground laboratory. Out February 5th, and this is a track off of it. What is this track called, sir? Uh... I don't even know. Alright, well, let's listen to it and find out, huh? Let's do it. Okay.
0: I was, I was in the bathroom of this cafe, and somebody wrote on the wall uh, of the bathroom, they wrote, Just because you stole my chalk doesn't mean you stole my voice. <laughs> Agreed. (laughs) Chalk is the least permanent form of political discourse. However much, I wish that Hitler had written Mein Kampf and chalk and just been like, I had this whole thing about how the Jews are dirty rats, but then it rained. Oh, well, I guess I'll go back to painting. I, uh, I did an audition for something that uh, that was set in the nineteen twenties, and the woman who was the casting director was like, "Hey, could you wear something from the nineteen twenties to the audition?" I didn't know what she meant, so I uh, I just wore a suit with a sign that said, "Irish need not apply." <laughs> I uh, I hit a guy on a bike with a door uh, with. <laughs> of a car, not like a door I carry around and be like, stop saving the earth. (laughs) By accident. I opened the door of my cab and uh, and I hit this guy and he started screaming at me and he's like, look where you're going, you broke the law. And I'm like, look where you're going. And we're just sort of yelling and I look down and I see a bike lane. And as he's screaming at me, I look at him and I go, sorry, I was wrong. (laughs) He was so mad. (laughs) like, no big deal. <laughs> he had to go home and be like, I met this really nice guy who hit me with a door. <laughs> it just made me want to cut people off in traffic just to apologize and be like, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> I was uh, at a cafe nearby house uh, and there were these two guys in suits, these two business guys, and one of them looked at the other and went, Hey, have you ever heard of Pilates? <laughs> and then the other guy went, no. And <laughs> to my surprise, they looked at me, and the guy who went, no, was like, Have you ever heard of Pilates? And I was just like, Are you saying pirates wrong? <laughs> they were. There's no such thing as Somali Pilates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> holy shit that's really fucking funny i love i love eugene merriman's de- delivery it's like it's like some dude you meet at a party that's just really good at telling stories and you just want to keep make them keep going oh i fucking love it oh man so uh that's his new album *An the evening of comedy in a fake underground laboratory out February 5th.
2: Let's get out of here, fella. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you guys, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, email me at Dylan, D Y L A N at laughspin.com. You can also find us on Twitter at laughspin.com on Pinterest, on Tumblr, on the Facebook, in your mom's bedroom. <laughs> I want you to,
1: every week, or every other week, you don't have to do it every week, but every once in a while, I'll just throw in another place, some random place where we could be, and people okay. would have to find, like, see if it's actually true or not.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're where on, can they find you, Michael? They can find me, mastersofnone.com, my other podcast that I, uh, I have out there. And you can email me if you'd like to, Mike at mastersofnone I'd appreciate that as well. You know what? You can email me. You can email me or Dylan that you listen to this. You listen to this show. And you listen to it at the very end. And if you do, we're gonna shout you out. We're gonna shout you out in a cool way. And it's gonna happen sooner than you think. So do that, shall ya? Yes, shall ya? What is that? <laughs> I gotta go. This is this it's is later. Dumb.
2: Let me just say it's much later than usual. Yeah. Uh we usually record this hours prior. Yeah. I'm just, so we're all sorts of we're, we're
1: fucked up. We're goofy. Alright, we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks. Thanks for listening, Lastbin Podcast. Lastbin.com. See
2: ya!